Hey everybody, welcome to Rabbit's Ramblings, Podcast 84, Ninjas and Explosions. Enjoy the show. Everybody was Kung Fu fighting. Those kids were fast as lightning. In fact, it was a little bit So during the Thanksgiving weekend sale on Steam, I picked up a new game for super cheap. It was like eleven fifty. It's normally a fifteen buck game. It is Mark of the Ninja. It is by Clay Entertainment. I don't really know how to say the name. It's K L E I. They're a pretty new company. They've only been around since 2005. You might know them from the Shank games. And while some of their stuff is on Windows, like it's on Steam, it is more known for being a console-like download game. You could classify Mark of the Ninja as a 2D side-scroller, although it actually kind of looks more 3D in terms of the environment. It is single-player, so there is no co-op mode and there is no online mode. Though I suppose you could tell your friends you know, check out my achievements and challenge them in that way if you're into that. It is animated, so it looks like kind of a really violent cartoon, and it's done really well. I really like the graphics. It is kind of old school in feel, so if you ever played things like Karataka, which is super old school, or things like Shinobi, it has very similar kind of feel. It is an action game. It's really kind of stealth because you don't really want to be hit, You'll get killed really fast if you do. So mostly it's about moving around and not being seen and killing the guys from stealth or using special things. Like you have smoke bombs or spike traps you can kill them with. And then, you know, you won't have to fight them at all. It is also old school in that it uses a checkpoint-like save system. So you can't manually save it wherever you want. You have to get to a certain checkpoint. Checkpoints are pretty frequent though, so it's not like you'll go, you know, 10 minutes without finding something. At least I don't think so. I've never actually timed it. But it's usually you go a few rooms and then you beat a challenge or two and then it's like, you know, it goes to a checkpoint. So it's not a big deal if you have to reload. I find myself reloading because I'm trying to go pretty much all stealth kills and not get detected. I find myself reloading far more for that reason than I do because I, you know, got killed. As far as I know, it has no difficulty setting. So again, it's kind of old school feeling in that regard as well, kind of like an arcade game where it's just the one difficulty level. I could be wrong. When you do a special stealth kill, it has sort of a little mini game. It's only a one move thing, but it's like a move icon will appear near the guy and you have to move your joystick or mouse that direction and then push the the kill button again. If you succeed and do the right one, you only have about half a second to a second, I would guess, to do it. But when you go into that mode, it sort of zooms in, and if you succeed, it zooms in more, and you kill him, and there's no noise at all. If you fail, you will get an imperfect kill, and it will kind of zoom out, and you'll make a lot of noise when you're doing it. And as I said, it's kind of a stealth-based game, so anytime you make noise, you know, surrounding guards could hear and set off the alarm and bring in a bunch of guys. So it's really best if you are silent. There's a talent system. And it unlocks different things. So depending on how you want to play, you can unlock different 
talents. I am playing through this time kind of violently, so I am unlocking different kill talents. Like there are grates you can hide in, and you can get a talent to kill people from in a grate. So if somebody comes close, you can grab them and pull them into the grate where you're hiding and then kill them there. Or there's another one you can unlock that kills them from hiding. Or you can get them from hanging off a ledge type thing. Lots of different things. There's also non-killing talents. Like when I got increases the speed at which you do lockpicking. And there's also talents that will boost your... I think they call them ninja tools. Which are things that will improve your smoke screen. Or your flash bomb. Or increase the number of them that you can carry. Things like that. So there's lots of different talents you can pick and uh, choose based on your playstyle. Each main level has different sections to it. And hidden among the levels are scrolls, which will get you points and such. As well as having different kind of special challenges. You know, that secret level that you can do and try and achieve a certain set of puzzles. There are some puzzles, but they're not too many. Mostly it's how do I avoid the guards in this room and turn off the security. Or in later levels, there's a block sometimes which will block lasers. You know, how do I move the thing to block the laser to get to the switch and that sort of kind of puzzle. It is very cool and very fun. And if you don't mind that it is like a cartoon or you actually like that aspect, I actually kind of like it a lot, then I would highly recommend it. It's a lot of fun and it definitely seems worth the low price. So I was playing Borderlands 2 and looking around at the locations I could go to in the game. And I did find the badass crater of badassitude. So I have now started Mr. Torg's Campaign of Carnage. Oh yeah. That's how he talks. It's very silly. It's very over the top. He's a very well-known character. And the other two NPCs I have seen so far are also modeled after some very famous characters. If you know the characters, it's kind of a, a pretty funny in-joke. I haven't gotten very far into it yet. I've only played a few hours, but there seems to be a ton of gun drops, which is awesome. In the regular game, it doesn't quite seem like there are as many gun drops, and I always found that kind of sad because it's, you know, pretty rare that you find a cool gun. With the increased drop rate in the Campaign of Carnage, it seems a little bit more frequent that you might get one that you like, so it seems really cool. The campaign so far seems like a lot of fun. There aren't all that many side quests, and I could see how reviewers are saying that it is kind of repetitive. Because it is an arena battle, and the side quests are all pretty much go kill this guy. And I found one that was like a bar fight that was sort of repeatable. It had like three different levels. I did the first two, and the third one is level 50, and I'm only like level 32, so there was no way I could do it. I get killed in like one shot. So I could see how they, you know, say it's kind of repetitive and that you know it's just similar kind of missions all the time but I mean you know it's add-on content it's only supposed to have you know like 10 hours or to play I don't remember exactly what the reviewers say but, you know it's not going to be all that varied when you're talking about downloadable content I think it's a lot of fun it's very cool I like it 
Also, there are Torg vending machines, which sell special weapons that use tokens that are only available through the tournament, or sometimes you can find them on bosses, you know, in the area. So that's very cool, because it allows you to get really awesome weapons, but, you know, they don't use regular money, which you kind of get a ridiculous amount of. I have something like 30,000, but it's like I never use it, because there's never anything worth buying. But the token gear, as it were, is pretty cool. I like it. I've seen some orange stuff sold at the vending machines, which I have never seen an orange item drop. So that's like super, super rare and super powerful. Of course, those are in the special daily deal slot, as it's called, which I think gets only around for like 15 minutes and then it'll change. So it's like, you know, no matter how awesome it is and, you know, how much I want to get it, if I don't have the money for it, you know, it's no point in it. And I've seen, you know, one or two that were really awesome that I really wanted, but they were, you know, ridiculous token values, like 600 or something, and I've only got like 50. So I'm going to have to, you know, save up through the whole campaign and then see what there is at the end that I might be able to get. And plus, I think, you know, you can come back and do repeatable quests and maybe, I'm assuming, you can also just restart the whole campaign, you know, later on. So we'll see, you know, eventually I would get a lot of tokens and get something cool, I hope. For those into special character skin unlocks, I have seen a few of them. One of them comes from a reward, which I, I haven't finished that quest yet. But I've gotten like two other ones, I think, as drops during quests. So there are more skin unlocks for both your character and vehicles. They have some new vehicles in there. I have seen a like motorcycle with a sidecar. I don't think you can unlock that at Scooter Shop, though. I think that's just for the bad guys. So that seems kind of odd. It's like, why would they put in a special model and then not let players buy it? Maybe they will someday. I don't know. It's possible. You know, the model that's in the game should be, you know, usable by players if they so choose. I don't see why not. As a funny side note, there seems to be an unusually high number of the midget guys. I don't know why. That's kind of funny because they're like little biker dudes. So they look kind of silly because they have funny hats and then they got all this leather on. And it's kind of like, ah. I didn't play the first downloadable content because it got a lot of really bad reviews. People were saying the campaign was like really short and it wasn't very interesting. I will probably pick it up later when it's maybe a little bit cheaper. I mean, you know, 10 bucks isn't a whole lot of money, but it's kind of a lot of money for me right now. So I can't compare the campaign of Carnage to the first expansion. But I would say so far, in the three or so hours I've played of the campaign so far, that if you like the game, Obviously, you know, you have the game because you have to have the game to get the downloadable content. But if you like the main campaign, I would say you would definitely enjoy the campaign of Carnage and you should pick it up. Holy nightmare! So you didn't tell me! This dummy head award goes to Apple. Apple's had games for their iOS devices, whatever iOS device you want to use, for several years now. And yet, they've been kind of dumb about the way that it saves games. Each one saves their stuff independently, and there is no universal way to save games. 
As example, the Steam client has a cloud saving thing. So anytime you play your game, it will update it to your user area. So you know, you can go to any system you want and play from your save game. But I never understood why Apple iOS does not have such a save game style. It's like each one saves just that app's data in that app. And if you remove it from your phone, the data is lost. If you're like me and something goes wrong with the software and your apps don't happen to be installed and you resync your phone and it wipes out all your apps, you know, again, you've lost any data in your save games. Found this out when I went to play Infinity Blade 2 and there was, you know, nothing on my character. It's like, oh, I don't know if I want to restart that. I had like half a dozen of each type of item. You know, it's like, that's a lot of work I've lost. It does save, you know, the generic stuff that comes on the phone or I assume other iOS devices. Like there's a notes thing I keep most of my notes in for, you know, work or, you know, appointments or, you know, stuff on the podcast. I'll put that in there. That was saved. That's a generic thing that comes with the device, so that somehow backs up. But it seems like none of the game apps or, you know, other apps save in any kind of similar way, which seems kind of dumb, because, you know, if you want to have games on your iOS device, and then maybe you take it off for a while, and then you're like, oh, I want to play this again, I'll put it back on. You know, any kind of data or progress you would have had would have been lost because it's not saved, which is just really incredibly dumb, and I don't understand why Apple doesn't change it. So there's some kind of universal save file format that says, you know, when you sync, do you want to also save your app data? It just seems like basic common sense to me, and yet they're not doing it. I don't know why. Ahoy there, and welcome to the treasure chest. We gather to thank those who surrendered booty to the rabbit. I'm sure we can all agree we love a little booty now and then. Ha ha ha. The following be all the rapscallions that donated their booty. We do be thanking Brian from Youthnet for hooking us up with the Left 4 Dead 2 client. Also, we do be thanking some former guildies for help with the tires. Three cheers for help. Hip hip. Arr. Hip hip. Arr. Hip hip. Arr. So I guess that's it for this week's Rabbits Bumblings podcast. I am having to record in the parking lot at school, which I used to do all the time on Fridays, but it was empty then. This quarter, it seems like there's a ton of people. And right around now, which is early morning, there seem to be like a lot of people coming to class. It's pouring rain, so if there weren't, you know, background car noises, there would be pouring rain noise, which would definitely be heard. Hopefully you won't hear too many cars in the background. But if you do, that's why, because I'm recording somewhere I don't normally record. There are a few pieces of update news, I guess I could say. The first news is for iLord, which has done a, like, 50 meg patch, which 
is pretty much the same size as it was. So they updated like a lot. They added some new boards and a new ball type. I haven't unlocked any of it, so I haven't seen it yet. But I suppose more importantly, they also added the feature for you to play your own music, which means you can listen to your songs or you can listen to podcasts and play the game. And, you know, it doesn't prevent you from listening to your own stuff. So that is very cool because that was one of the only disadvantages it really had. I've actually been playing it quite a lot. I decided to go ahead and spend the like two or three dollars I think it is for the coin doubler since the game is free and it is totally worth it. Several other games that I bought lately I really haven't touched since I talked about them. I really should check Verticus because that got an update so it might have, I don't know, made it less than terrible. And I haven't touched Blade Slinger since I talked about it so I should play that some more. Really, iLord is the only one I've really stuck with and played a lot. Also, it looks like Steam might have updated their offline client detector thing, which I gave them the first ever Dummy Head Award for. Because when I went online to check if I was offline or not, because I'm probably just going to hang out at school and it's firewalled and you can't get offline. And it said that there was no connection detected because I wasn't in range of any wireless or connected anything. And it asked me, if I wanted to go into offline mode. So it looks like they've changed it. So if it does not detect an online connection, it asks you if you want to go offline, which is what I said they should do in my suggestion after my dummy head report. I really doubt it was because of my complaint or my mention of the dummy head award that, you know, they changed it. It's probably something they always intended to add, but it looks like they did finally update it. So that is very cool. As some of you may be able to tell, I sound a little bit different. I have a cold, there's a lot of congestion, and my throat is messed up, and I've been sneezing and coughing a lot. I don't really feel all that terrible. I feel really, really tired all the time, and the sneezing and congestion. My eyes have been really blurry a lot too. I don't know what's up with that. I would guess that is congestion coming out my eyeballs, which is really gross, because I wear contacts, and so, you know, if the goopy stuff gets on the contacts, then it's going to mess them up. I have been playing Mark of the Ninja, I think, for six hours. I can't check right now because I'm offline, and I guess it doesn't know while I'm offline. But the campaign still seems to be going strong, which is kind of surprising. I, I didn't expect it to be that long, and it's still going, so that's very awesome. Oh, I did just unlock one of the special things, which is an outfit. If you go to their website and look at the desktop wallpapers, and you scroll down a bit, you'll see one with a red demon mask. And it is that outfit that I have unlocked. And it seems like it would be very cool for my stealth playthrough when I'm not going to kill anybody. Because it has some bonuses to stealth. And you get two distraction items. You can normally only carry one type of distraction item. So you can carry two if you're wearing that outfit. But you cannot carry a sword. Which means you can't do any of the stealth kills via sword. So it's like the perfect stealth outfit. I did check my paycheck, and it was slightly more than I expected. So if I drain everything out, I can get the tires soon. I can't get them now because they were, like, out of stock. So I have, like, an appointment thing set to do with that Monday. So that'll happen, you know, pretty quick. And some people sent some help, so that will offset the cost a little bit. And maybe I can keep, you know, a little something in savings. One person who sent some help, I haven't gotten it yet, so I don't know how much that is. 
But, you know, like I said, hopefully I can keep at least something in savings because having nothing in savings at all is really super bad, especially during winter when my budget just keeps getting smaller and smaller until we come back around to, like, February when things start getting normal again. And that doesn't, you know, really go up until summer, which is, like, I don't know, May or something. But that should be taken care of very soon, and so we don't have to worry about that. But I guess that is all I can think of. I know I promised to do like four sections, but I really couldn't even think of three. I had to kind of rack my brain to get that third section for the Dummy Head Award. And it's like, well, I can't think of anything else. I guess I'll talk about that. So no four sections on this one, just three. But I don't know. Hopefully it was okay and everybody had a good time. And I guess that is it. And I'll see everybody hopefully next time. Okay, thanks, bye. The campaign so far seems very awesomely fun. Because that's a generic thing that come. You know, the, the data. So it looks like now, if it can't detect your. So it looks like now, if it can't detect. So it looks like now, they may have changed it so that it if it doesn't detect a connection, it will ask you if you want to go online offline. So it looks like it's been changed so that if you... Ooh, damn it. You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbitsramblings.html. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com. If you friend me, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit.com. You can follow me on Twitter and YouTube at rabbitdot.com. It's rabbit.com, but with not a period. When you type rabbit's ramblings, don't use the space. And be sure to put the number one in place of I whenever you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright 2012 and is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.